Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Here we go. Everybody have a good weekend. I have to check in with Deborah Mark. You had a good weekend? Woohoo! Yeah, it was ah. good. Oh, you don't care. Stop. Sounds I don't mean Deborah, good. I mean Ken. He doesn't really care about your weekend. Oh, sure he does. That's unkind. Of course I do. <laughs> you know, when you're not here, we discuss all of our weekend activities. Oh, you do? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's the way to start the show. <laughs> it's you that don't care. You. I, I don't care what you do on the Sits weekend. Sits there shuffling papers and creaking in your chair. What do you care? <laughs> not, not about your weekend. I don't. I... <laughs> Did you have a good weekend, Ken? I did. I feel great. Oh, gee. A lot of exercise, sunshine. Yes. Perfect. Nice. Why? Is it still hot where you live, Deborah Mark? Is oh, my still... God, yes. Okay. Terrible. Right. Sorry about that. That's all right. Uh, you still have a chance at money, despite John Cobelt's many efforts to divert the $1,000 we give away. Uh, your chance to win is coming up in about uh, 15 minutes with the keyword. And next hour, we're going to... He comes on KFI a lot. Joe Buscaino, the... Uh, L.A. City Councilman in his district is uh, mostly San Pedro, and that was the scene of a shooting yesterday. In case you don't know, it looks like it broke oh. out at a baseball game or some kind of Boy, event. Did uh, did the TV stations turn themselves into knots to avoid saying it was a gang shooting? They still looked, wouldn't admit to it. By the end of the night, I saw that. I mean, they were clear clear at the beginning to say it was not random. It was. They do believe it was right. two groups. Two groups, really. They what, fight about a call on the field? Uh, yeah, I, that's the thing. It was on a softball field. I mean, 
I don't know. Uh, two groups. <laughs> they opened fire on each other? Like two churches were playing each other in a softball game, and then they got really, really angry and pulled out their weapons. Yeah, pandemonium. Two God. people are dead and uh, so I guess have been hospitalized. It's now unwoke to refer to gang shootings as gang shootings? Well, I saw that, gang shootings. You didn't see that? I did. Uh, in the early reports, no. Like I watched uh, uh, Channel well, 9 at 8 o'clock. Uh-uh. They were Channel 9's report at 8 o'clock was about as vague a news report as I've ever seen in my life. Well, I don't think it was confirmed yet. I don't think they had enough information to be well, able to declare it. They well, wait for the police to say something, don't well, they? You can blame the police if you want for not wanting to. Well, yeah, the police too. Yeah, but I mean, it's one of those things where everybody off the air knows what it is, but nobody would say it on the air. But I guess you say wait three days. Sometimes you have to wait like six, seven, eight hours before you get a halfway decent explanation as to what happened. You just hear shooting broke out. That's all we were hearing for hours. So Well, when it's two groups. Yeah, I didn't even hear that initially. I just heard that uh, a bunch of people were shot and it was pandemonium. Well, Joe might know a lot more. And he'll be on the air here with us in about an hour. I look at this story we're going to talk about now as a microcosm of everything that is wrong in Southern California, particularly L.A. and L.A. County. It's what's going on with this Sixth Street Bridge. For the third straight night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, LAPD closed the bridge again. And you know what the term they used? Questionable activity. There you go. More vague speak. Uh, That's like, does that mean not everything was illegal that was causing problems? Because no. in one case, it was a car accident. You can't you can't call that a crime, right? No, it, unless it's a hit and run. Yeah, but if it, if it, if it's uh, gangster types racing their cars and doing donuts and doing those uh, street takeovers, yeah, that wasn't just an accident. That street was street takeovers, illegal racing, dangerous stunts, and vandalism. Yeah. yeah, I saw that shot of people who climb up uh, on the archway just to get a better view down. That looks really nutty to do that. That's well, they're nutty. They're crazy people, and 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 the the gang members or criminals and every category related to that crowd is is taking over the bridge and defiling it. And yeah, now I think it's a competition. Let's see if we can get yeah. out there and do something even more outrageous and fun. They ha- fireworks were shooting off everywhere. Did you see that shot? The the people yeah. are shooting fireworks off the bridge. Yeah. Complete lack of respect for everybody who's civilized. All the taxpayers who paid for the new bridge, all the construction workers who built the bridge, all the people who need the bridge in order to go to work and everywhere else. Total lack of respect. We've got the worst elements in the city taking over a major artery, and nobody in government knows what to do except periodically close the bridge, which means all the civilized people can't use it. And everybody I saw interviewed on the news was the civilized people. Oh, it's beautiful that this all happened. Why are people doing this? They're going to mess it up for all of us. Why are people? They never doing interview it? the ones that are committing the vandalism and doing the street racing right, right. and shooting off the fireworks uh, and climbing up the archway. Yeah, I'd like to hear from them. I have I have <laughs> uh, an answer for the nice people because you voted for a government that doesn't arrest anybody for anything. There's no consequences. Most of these young guys are not raised in stable homes, do not have fathers, have never learned any discipline and respect for anyone else. And uh, there's your answer. And if we started arresting them and putting them away, they wouldn't be available to shut down the bridge. But instead, we're in the we're in the woke world. And in woke world, this is what you do. You spend uh, millions and millions of dollars to build a bridge. Then nobody can use it. And you have to shut it down every night.
Okay. Apparently, some people went out there with signs, respect the bridge. Well, that'll do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I did hear one woman probably size it up correctly when she said, it's because this is new. This will probably fade after a few weeks, people doing this. It's just popular right now because it's the new thing in the neighborhood to go up there and do some stunts. She's probably right, but in the meantime, well, it's, still, it's annoying. It's and, still and, wrong. And, and there, vandalizing the bridge. There's no break-in period where idiots get to shut down the bridge for a month. Well, that's absurd. And that's the problem. People like her, well, you know, it's, it's going to go away. Yeah, I suppose it'll go away after every single gangster has a turn at uh, spinning their car around. But yeah. why, why do you put up with it for a month or a week or a day? That, that, see, that's the problem. Uh, I guess so. No, put them all in prison. They'll be released in two seconds. Don't release them. No bail, no, no it's consequences. A com- it's a com- that's what I'm saying. It's a- Why did I say this is a microcosm of everything? Yeah. Because if you do try to arrest them, there's nothing to hold them. Well, no. When I say arrest them, I mean the whole package. The arrest, the prosecution, the... Uh, the, uh, the, the death the, chamber. The present sentence, the death chamber, whatever it takes. You have to do everything. But right now, they're doing nothing. So... They're going to keep doing it. Why shouldn't they keep doing it? If they're having fun, what keeps them from starting a league? Like, you know, every night at, uh, at 11 o'clock. Uh, just everybody comes the way you'd uh, get together. Oh, this to... will continue. I mean, the weekend, too, is the craziest time. That's when everybody's really nutty. Now, Kevin DeLeon is the councilman ah. for this part of the city. Yeah. And his idea is to add cameras. You really think that's going to bother people that are doing this? I don't know. They're, street takeovers. They're and... not going to care about the cameras. Well, why would they care? They're not well because arrested. then there's evidence of them committing whatever it is, the crime or the. Right. You might get a license plate number for a car involved in a street takeover or an accident. Uh, you might get somebody's face who's got a record who's vandalizing it, the bridge. Either. See, uh, Kevin DeLeon is either stupid, which is very possible, uh, or he's just giving a lame political answer to make it look like he's thinking of something. Because all these all these criminals are being videotaped and photographed every day as they commit all these thefts, and it doesn't seem to bother them. I, I mean, we're we're in, we've got huge crime going on every night. We're treated to all the new technology with videos and photos of all the bad things happening. I see it on my next door app every day. I wake up in the morning and I see a new set of photographs. The latest group of uh, burglars, and it's like, well, none of them are intimidated by the cameras because there's no prosecution and jail time. Well, uh, so there uh, were probably robberies before you got the next door app, but now they're publicized by. Nosy nooks who have to get online and post something. Yeah. You know, by the way, not all that information is real or true. I've seen a couple of times where it's just crazy people posting what they think happened. Oh, they got videos and stuff that's different, but I see people just post stuff to get attention. Oh, robberies. There's crazy people all over the place. My house. Yeah, but there's there's a lot of stuff that is real. I, you know, I, I can't, I can't judge every single post, but you can tell when it's real. And, uh, you know, they, they go through all the details and they file the police report and they've got photos and they talk about how, you know, some guy busts through. There, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of crap going on. There really is. A lot of it's not even getting. In fact, I would think the bias is a lot of it's not getting reported rather than the bias is there's fake reports going on. From you, quote, there's a lot of crap going on. <laughs> there is a lot of crap going it's very on. Very specific. I woke up this morning and I smelled, uh, I smelled smoke in the air, like fire smoke. And I, I thought maybe there was some big uh, fire going on 
Maybe the, that's the, the Yosemite fire coming your way. That's, I thought. I go, is that possible? No, yeah. it was, it was, it was somebody it's blowing mostly north. Yeah, it was somebody's house about a half mile away was burning. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, just a house fire. Arson? In the attic, the roof. Uh, I don't know. Did you check next door app? Somebody would have told you arson. <laughs> There's a guy burning down homes in the neighborhood. Run! No, I got, I got, I got an email from a local homeowners association. Oh, you did? Yeah, so I know the exact address, and it wasn't far away. But it was not arson. It was some accident? Well, I don't know. I don't don't know know yet. Nobody burnt to death? Everybody lived? No, just a bad stink in the air this morning. All right. uh, As soon as we return, you have a shot at $1,000. Find out what this hour's keyword is. John and Ken KFI. So the latest report on this nonsense over L.A. County bringing back the indoor mask mandate, which could happen Friday is that we are dropping in coronavirus patients in L.A. County hospitals for the second consecutive day, uh, 1,200. But let's not take that number seriously, because as we learned, and we've talked about the last couple of weeks, that number is pretty much nonsense, because they're counting everybody in the hospital who happens to also test positive for COVID-19. As, this is uh, not the way to do this. As Dr. Jeffrey Klasner said on our show, somebody comes in with a broken arm, and coincidentally, they test positive for COVID. They're counted as a COVID patient. Really, they're Which, a broken arm patient. By doing that, you really have risked the credibility of the public. But of course, most people don't know that. They don't pay attention to the kind of nuance we're talking about. And it's not covered by most of the media. No. The number of COVID positive patients in the state dropped. And this, the number of, listen to this, this is countywide. As of Saturday, the people in the ICU is all of 114 for COVID. Unless you're down from 120 on Friday. Unless you're a medical research nerd, of what consequence are any of these numbers? Like every other category of sickness and death, there's a set of numbers and it goes up and it goes down and people live and they die. Why is this this incredible relentless focus on one particular illness, one particular cause of death? I, I, it's long, long, long past the point where people should be scared of this. Has anybody heard of Paxlovid? You take Paxlovid, the symptoms go away in five days. It really works. I've seen it work. I know somebody who took it. Stop the whole thing dead. We got Last a treatment week. for it. You take you take it within the first two days of your symptoms, and then by the end of the week, you're done. You are done. What is this hysteria going on now? We talked to Dr. Jeffrey Klausner last week. He's a clinical professor. A lot of his work is at USC's Keck School of Medicine. He was joined by three others from the medical field. You get that? The medical field with Barbara Ferrer is not part of the medical field. Uh, They wrote an editorial that appeared in uh, the Southern California News Group papers that bringing back a mask mandate for L.A. County is unjustified. And you should show this to anybody you know because they'll get the education they need about what we're talking about. The CDC now classifies the COVID risk in each county with this metric called community levels. I love the way they named it that. That incorporates case counts and hospitalization rates. It was implemented to ensure that public health recommendations or mandates are not triggered by widespread mild illness, replacing the system (laughs) that looked only at positive test counts. Oh, isn't that a phrase? Widespread mild illness. Which is what we have because... She is manipulating the numbers. There's a critical error in the COVID hospitalizations. They're accounting those people who are in the hospital that are COVID positive, but they aren't actually there 
because of COVID. They hey. represent people coming in with, for unrelated reasons, as John mentioned, the broken arm, who just happened to test positive. And they believe that the 40% number they're using is actually an overestimate. And we talked, of course, about the couple of doctors associated with the L.A. County uh, hospital system. The chief medical officer, Dr. Brad Spellberg, who said as far as they're concerned, COVID admissions at L.A. County USC Medical Center, 90% of them not due to COVID. If it didn't take Joe Biden out, how bad can this be? Uh, he looked kind of down and out, though. He didn't die, though. We don't know that yet. He's, he's not uh, done. He's, he's uh, I don't think Apparently he's he went he went from worse over the weekend to better today. So yeah. that's what I read. Uh, um, but I'm, I'm just saying it's, it's you know, if, uh, he, he seems like he'd be easy pickings for a virus. Uh, <laughs> Scott, the, one of the here's the doctor. Scott Balsitis is a Ph.D. trained in pandemic prepared. Sounds like a condition, Balsitis. And uh, yeah, if that means your Balsite is. Uh, I think it's form. Balsitis. OK. And he's a viral immunologist and vaccine developer. And Jeffrey Klausner, we've talked about. Human Hamati is a doctor based uh, in a uh, PhD. Yeah. Uh, but uh, a doctor, uh, too, MD. He's a double doctor. He's an MD, PhD, uh, pediatric clinical researcher. Uh, Neeraj Suad is professor of health policy. Uh, and he's a PhD. They're all in the world of medicine. Then there's Dr. Brad Spellberg, who we talked about last week from USC, and then another doctor from USC who spoke out. You you have all these medical people, and then Barbara Ferrer, who is is not a medical person. And you know what? When when you push her on on the lack of evidence for this, then she starts bagging. And this is the fail safe for all these. Government control freaks. Well, it, it uh, it's actually an issue of equity. Uh, she, in her convoluted uh, research, she thinks that uh, that the, the the infections are not evenly spread proportionally among all the racial and ethnic demographics, as if that's possible. And until it's equally spread, then everybody's got to wear a mask, <laughs> which is so preposterous it defies belief. It, it, it's it's the wokeness taken to the most insane proportions. Forcing oh, plus, people to wear masks over a 467 square mile area. Wait, it's bigger than that. That's L.A. City. God, I don't know how big L.A. County is. I, I, it's, it's probably, God knows how large land area L.A. County oh, is. Oh, and the doctors also point out that some of the mask data is also being manipulated and hasn't been followed up. And it's just like a security blanket. Oh, if we all mask up, it's an extra layer of protection. We'll be fine. And I predicted this, and I still predict this. They're probably still going to put the mask mandate in effect on Friday. These numbers are already dropping. They'll be declaring victory next week, claiming that the masks work. You, you mark my words. They'll be saying that, oh, which is yeah. still nonsense. Yeah. This thing ebbs and flows basically just with this kind of weird burst that it has with there's, COVID infections. There's no real danger here. It just doesn't exist. It's an emergency that doesn't exist. All right. When we come back, there is one one, one L.A. County public official who's decided to take a public stand against bringing back the indoor mask mandate. More coming up. John and Ken show KFI. We have Joe Buscaino coming up after a three o'clock. His council district includes, of course, San Pedro. We had that shooting yesterday. Well, it looks like multiple shootings. Uh, you know, I'm seeing now that it was two events that were not authorized, unpermitted. One was 
<laughs> Former gang members playing at a softball game. Oh, that didn't go well. Looking to bring peace. And the other was a car show. So we'll talk about well, all this. Well, what about... kind of car show? I I have a feeling it wasn't like the guys. Have you ever been to Bob's Big Boy in Burbank on a Friday the afternoon? The classic cars. Yeah, right. guys yes. who. Uh, There's one near me here, too. They come. Yeah. There's guy, a Rubies they used to hang out with their classic cars. Right. It's a bunch they of guys. They go to the old fashioned restaurants. And it's a bunch of guys who grew up in the 1950s and 60s. So they have yes. a certain look about them. I have right. a feeling it's not this crowd. Just yeah. a guess. I don't know. These probably were like the street takeover people. It's a good possibility, I would guess. Uh, this Whatever this unpermitted car show is. We'll see what Joe knows because it's his community coming up. But two people died and eight people apparently are wounded. It's coming up after three o'clock. All right. So the only uh, public elected official that we can find in L.A. County who's decided to stand up, and there's probably some mayors and local city council people who are against the return of the indoor mask mandate in L.A. County, but um, they're not getting any media attention. And the one that is, rightfully, is getting media attention because she's on the only government board that can stop this. It's the L.A. County Board of Supervisors. They can stop Barbara Ferrer's indoor mask mandate from taking place on Friday. They can do that. They have the power to do that. They appoint her and they can override her. There, there there's five people. They're all women. And you should you should know their names because you all should be calling and emailing them or maybe knocking on their uh, office door. And it's Sheila Kuhl and Janice Hahn and Holly Mitchell and Catherine Barger and Hilda Solis. And they alone, because I just casually, you know, run into people over the last, you know, over the weekend, right? And this mask mandate comes up and everybody's pissed off at it. I didn't run into a single person who said, oh, cool, this is a great idea. And all of them say, well, who can stop this? Like, who does Barbara Ferrer work for? Is she elected? Nobody knows. And I say, oh, it's the LA County Board of Supervisors. Well, what's that? I said, that's what's our that? Yeah, no, people don't know what it is. They live under a rock? No, they're just they're regular people. They have jobs. They they have families. They just don't know what an L.A. County Board of Supervisors is. Wow. They don't know that th that group hired Barbara Ferrer and that group. I, I know people that know what it is. They couldn't name a supervisor, but they, they know what it is. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it sounds like. a crowd like that doesn't even know what it is. They right? don't know what it is. They don't know what it is, and they don't know what they do, and they don't know who that Barbara Ferrer is employed by this crowd. And that explains why we have what we have. Wow. This is an abuse of Board of Supervisors, but they, they live in anonymity. Well, Catherine Barger has gone public today with the press release, an open letter to the 5th District constituents about COVID-19 masking mandates in L.A. County. And she says, I have not seen any empirical data that conclusively shows that masking mandates make a difference in decreasing or stopping COVID-19 transmission rates. We talked about this last week. Up in Alameda County, they're the only ones that tried this a couple of months ago. They brought back the indoor mask mandate, and they gave up after only three weeks because they realized it was useless and foolish. I saw the research. Uh, a few weeks later, there was comparisons to surrounding counties on spread of covid and alameda county was no different it it had not significantly reduced the spread of covid compared to the neighboring counties just had no effect 
so there's this 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 myth mythical belief that if everybody wear masks all the time, COVID's going to disappear. And obviously, after two and a half years, it's not it's not true. And Alameda if County, lockdowns was, didn't work, how is masking going to work? No. When you think about that. Well, it doesn't work. Lockdowns didn't work. We still had spread. Lots of spread. Most of it's spread at home. The reason, saying this for the 500th time. Most people do not live a single hermit life. You are right. There was a a study in New York City early on found that three quarters of the cases spread inside people's homes. Family, friends coming over, parties, whatever. And that's still true. You know, all the all the statistics we got from the first two months are still true. Mostly it kills people over 80. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about this yesterday because I was in a supermarket and I noticed a big uptick in mask wearers. And I'm like, really? Hmm? How many big spreads did we have from people in grocery stores passing each other in an aisle? None. Get real. None. It doesn't no, happen. I'm still going to mask up in crowded places. Well, you never know. That's not the problem. I don't want to take any chances. It's like, okay, fine. But why didn't the government t- butt out? Get your beak out of my business. Where are you most likely to get it? You're right. At home. When you're hanging out and, in a closed space and, with the same people for a long period and of time. this leads to Barbara Ferrer's equity obsession is that you're going to get more Hispanic people in Los Angeles catching this because... They tend to be poor, and they live in more crowded conditions. They have more people living in their homes and apartments. When you look at uh, immigrants, the immigrant class. And, and that's why it's easier spread that way, because most of the spread happens in the home. It's got nothing to do with racism and inequality or any of that stuff. It's their living conditions are different for obvious reasons. But let's get back to the main thing here. Nobody's being seriously hospitalized. The numbers are very low proportionately. So even in communities where there are more cases, like the ones you just described, it's not that big an illness anymore. Nope. And we ought to just treat it like that. And if people want to mask, certainly let them mask. But to require this of the entire population is absurd. And It needs to be thrown out. Paxlovid treats the symptoms 90% of the time. 90% of the time. Can get that easily? Is that easy to get? I know people got it. Yeah, Just gotta but you go have to, West Side, you know, connected well, people. Go to a doctor and then go to another doctor and then go to another doctor. I mean, you, you know, you want to get you want to get the medication, then you have to do what you have to do. Yeah, because I like the and, way Barger put it in her because she wanted to express some sympathy for the communities that we were talking about. Uh, what do they call them? Negative health outcomes, something like that. <laughs> I, I I don't think there's any communities looking for sympathy from Catherine Barger or anywhere else. I don't hear anybody suffering. I don't hear people talking talking about it very much in terms of being scared. Oh, yeah. She said Dis- disparate health outcomes that afflict our poor communities. Okay. Health outcomes. I like that term. Health uh, outcomes. Okay. But in, in this particular case, the virus uh, is not more deadly based on your ethnicity or skin color. It is not. Uh, it, it's more deadly based on, on your, you know, are you, are you overweight? Did you eat so much that you gave yourself diabetes? But in the low-income really communities, old? there's more of all the things you're describing. There's more overweight people, out-of-shape people. Well, you have to eat less then. They eat junk food. Well, you have to eat less junk food. I mean, that's, junk food tastes good and uh, makes you feel good. Okay, well, you can't do that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. There's no magic answer here. 50 years from now, uh, whoever's going to be sick with diabetes, it's going to be the same problem. It's like, hey, you can't eat, you can't eat so much of that. Stop it.
All right, we got more coming up. A reminder after three, uh, the uh, LA council member for San Pedro, Joe Buscaino, will come on and talk about that shooting yesterday during the uh, softball game and car show. Coming up, John and Ken show, KFI. All right, next hour brings another shot at some money. Another keyword is coming away around 320. We'll talk to Joe Buscaino, who is a city councilman for Los Angeles for San Pedro. And of course, that was big news yesterday when a shooting occurred at a park. Apparently, two unpermitted events. Mm. Think about a car show and a softball game well, between former gang members. You know who what I've mentioned before? A lot of reporters uh, did terrible stories last night, just covering up that you know this is probably a gang shooting. Travis Rice for Fox Eleven, he posted this on Twitter saying, "LAPD says this is not an active shooter situation. This distinction is generally made when it's a gang shooting." Several witnesses say the car clubs, in quotes, had a truce that wasn't honored by the initial shooter. Oh. Now, have you ever heard car clubs having a truce? Having weapons, sure. (laughs) Goes together, doesn't it? (laughs) They agreed on a truce Uh. at some car club. I'd like uh, to join that. That must be a lot of fun. We'll see what Joe knows coming up after the news at 3 o'clock. Right now, it's time to pick on a vegan. Time to pick on a vegan. Uh, I don't mean to alarm you. What? But the newest shortage that is going to hit all of America affects you big time. I'd say this is right behind the avocado for you. Do you have a guess what it is? Lentils? Chickpeas. Oh, so close. Yeah. Middle Eastern and Mediterranean restaurants in the Bay Area are hoarding chickpeas. Uh, There's a projection that the supply is going to get reduced because, who knew? The global chickpea supply, a lot of them come from Ukraine. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. That's just your luck. And U.S. farmers (laughs) already planted 5% fewer acres of chickpeas this year. So the ongoing war prevented Ukraine from seeding its total chickpea crop. Buyers in South Asia and the Mediterranean are also trying to buy up U.S. chickpeas. So prices are going up. They've increased 12% from last year and are up 17% from the start of the pandemic if you are looking for chickpeas. So... I just had hummus today, as a matter of fact. Yeah, big ingredient in hummus. Well, look, look at this. There's one restaurant... Uh, a bowl of hummus is now ten dollars. Yeah, what? ten dollars well, for yes, hummus. Yes, there are restaurants that yes. Good lord! But it comes with some bread. Ten dollars, all you get is a okay, bowl of hummus. Okay, avoc- you know what? Avocado toast sometimes costs eighteen bucks. Oh man, the chickpeas are good for protein. Yes, so they are. She's gonna. She might lose out if she can't find them. <laughs> that really that stinks. I would have never thought. That uh, there would be a chickpea shortage. Yeah, it used to be ten, two dollars a pound. Now, some weeks it's almost eight dollars a pound. I'm gonna Just have to go. Seriously, I'm gonna it. have to go grab some cans and stock up. It's now, end, of, end it, of days. It is. The, the second vegan story is kind of the over/under on the John and Ken show. What are the chances that John Cobelt or Deborah Mark, especially, knows who the following person is? And the name is Bear Grylls. Uh oh! Silence. I've, I've heard. I've heard that name. But, okay, but I don't. Deborah Mark. Uh, nothing. Nothing. I don't know what he does. Uh, he's an outdoor adventurer. He had a show called Man vs. Wild. He does these crazy kind of outdoor stunts. Oh. Um, so I guess Bear is in his real name. It says he kind of retired because he had a parachuting accident. 
<laughs> so, well, kinda, usually, so, usually, usually I used to watch the show occasionally. It came up. It was years ago. He's been. He was in the military. He's a British guy. Don't you think you can only have one parachuting accident in in your life? Well, <laughs> that the first one is your last one. It's, you can survive if you get low enough. You know, not everybody <laughs> dies. Um, he told GQ magazine, Deborah Mark, he's given up on being a vegan. Why? Well, he says the only thing he's going to eat is red meat, dairy, and fruit. Super against nuts. I'm against grains, wheats, and vegetables. <laughs> My lunch is meat, eggs, and dairy, a lot of butter and fruit. I have, uh, I have, oh, he eats actual liver. Oh, God. He said he got mega sore kidneys from consuming a lot of juice and vegetables when he caught COVID-19. Kidney pain can happen when you hold your pee or have kidney stones. But this article, by the way, an insider, basically tries to uh, negate everything Bear Grylls is saying against. Yeah, he probably held his pee too long on one of his adventures. Oh, maybe he did. Uh, they say that you usually get kidney stones from di- dehydration or a high-sodium diet. Well, I, I, it says here he claimed without evidence that raw vegetables are really not good for you, and he believes the human body is designed to eat meat because of evolution. Oh, that's what John says. Yep, he's right. A claim thoroughly he's, debunked by researchers, according to this insider well, What claim nope, is thoroughly wrong. debunked? Well, the, that, that you eat meat because of evolution. Well, sure you do. We do everything because of evolution. Hmm. Everything. That's the reason meat tastes good. Is we evolved the people who ate meat, you know, our uh, ancestors in the caves, those people lasted the longest. Because back in the old days, meat was plentiful while vegetables were difficult to grow until you had, you know, more modern farming practices. What about fruits and berries? And well, it doesn't mean you can't eat fruits and berries, but I'm saying the reason most people eat meat is because that was the only way to survive. And people whose tasting, taste buds aligned with meat were the ones who lived and reproduced, and then their kids had, had good meat-tasting buds. But that doesn't mean in a world now where you can grow all this food that you We've can evolved. meat. We've evolved. Because those, yeah, those well, people I, didn't live that I, long. I don't see They may either. have lived longer than the ones that didn't eat the meat. I, well, but There's a limit to how long you want to live, so let's not even get into that. Oh, no, I saw something the other day. They can get us to 150. Oh, no, oh, no, way. no, 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 no. No, thank Why? you. Why? Uh, you hate your life that much? My you guys life, live a comfortable, good, my, nice life. My life at 122? Why do you want to go into the dark chamber? It's because somebody's going to be uh, feeding me hummus <laughs> uh, at 122, and I'll be, be spitting no, it up on a No, everything's relative. You'll be at 120, you'll be like you were 70. No. If 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 <laughs> I could be like, like I am uh, now at 122, uh-huh. then I'll talk. But right. at 122, you're 122. And have you seen photos of those people? Been, Science like, is remarkable. Where do you see the it's changes? Not, it's not that remarkable. Everybody I've seen who lives to those ridiculous ages, 117, 119, oh, my God, do they look awful. And they can barely move. I didn't know you they, were so vain, can, John. I, I'd want to be able to walk and talk. I don't want to look like a faded prune. If we could do the John and Ken show in the year 2120, I tell you, it'd be a whole different thing. That it's going to be, be amazing. Fun. I won't be saying much. Well, you, no, you, all right. Coming up next, we'll talk to uh, L.A. City Councilman Joe Buscaino. It's his district where this big shooting occurred in the park in San Pedro yesterday with two dead. More coming up. John and Ken show. Deborah Mark has news. KFI AM 640. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, 
the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.